0: Hey, it was good, it was good, it was good. Welcome to Reflections of a DJ the Road Podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And this is the special LA edition of the Road Podcast. We have invaded the Beat Source offices. We're here in LA. We got a special guest. She's one of my favorite DJs. She's one of my favorite people in LA, and I don't like a lot of people in LA. <laughs> no. But I like her a lot. Uh, you know, she's uh every I mean, I, I kind of forgot where we met, so I want to talk about this, but we recently saw her for Beyond The Music. Yeah, We hung out, we, I dragged her out, I dragged her and Bella out. We had a great time, right? And she was yeah. she was ready to turn up, right? Yeah, she was ready to turn up. <laughs> and I'm so glad she's here, Mom's I'm so glad out. to see you. We got DJ Lady Shaw in the yeah, building, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Sha?
1: I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm happy you're here,
2: too. Oh, you brought the energy I love they?
1: talking to you guys on or off the mic.
0: There
2: you go. All right. I
1: just have to remember we're on the mic now. yes yeah, <laughs> we are on the mic. Yeah.
0: Me and Sha, we go deep into, like, we talk about the industry. Yeah, You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like... She hears about some Vegas shit, I'll hear about some LA shit, and we talk, you know?
1: We keep each other up on the drama. Yeah, we
0: yes. Yeah, she keeps me on the skinny. <laughs> a, so I a, could, you know, our conversations off the record are like, you know,
3: <laughs> seriously off a, the record. There's an off the record podcast called Tea Time between Cricket and Shy. Yeah, yeah. We yeah we know. Nobody knows about <laughs> yeah. all the teas being spilled on that chat. Yeah. But it was, it was great to see
0: you at Beyond the Music. Yeah, that was, that was uh, awesome. our second one where you had a panel with the Check Yourself for your here, Cuz she's, you know, she's a college girl. She's a smarty. Yeah. Pants. Oh yeah yeah. You're smarty pants, right? <laughs>
1: um I guess she's about smarty pants/nerd dweeb, right. dork. Yeah. Uh, like those have, would like be a, you have
0: like a double major. Yeah. What would you have?
1: I was pre-med and anthropology. <laughs> right. And now I'm a DJ. Right. Nice. Neither like I should have just majored in business cuz at the end of the day that's what we're all doing, <laughs> yeah. running our own business. Yeah. So if you're about to choose your major in college, choose business because whatever you end up doing you need to know how to run a business whether it's yourself or someone else's business so that's what i would have gone back in time to do although anthropology is cool and pre-med is you know i i you know every good persian is going to grow up to be a doctor right Mm, so i had to do (laughs) 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 pre-med
0: we just had a bb on right
1: Mm -hmm, he knows yeah, yeah we talked about this it'd be on the music yeah middle eastern asian backgrounds we're all like your choices are doctor or lawyer. Mm-hmm. Anything else is like,
4: not
3: a real ooh, job.
1: why are you going outside <laughs> the box? Or could you do that on the weekends? Mm-hmm. That's like right. a lot of like parents are like, well, <laughs> that's more of
3: a hobby. That's
1: nice. Could you do it on the weekends? And like, I think, you know, a lot of the DJs I talked to with Middle Eastern or Asian backgrounds, they're like, I used to be a lawyer. Yeah.
0: Wow. I
4: used yeah. to be
1: a doctor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Such overachievers. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then y'all just be- became DJs. Part- I love no, that. what
1: about
3: you, Crooked? I was a college dropout.
1: Oh, Okay, so your mom wasn't like.
3: I mean, she was. Oh, she had a hard yeah, time exactly. when he got when he yeah. got a scholarship for art. Mm. She was like, "What is that?" They had to like bring her in and kind of speak to her. That like, well, yeah, it was I a mean, big deal. She wanted me to go to business school and
0: all of mm-hmm. this shit. Yeah. You know, but I was uh, I was a rebel. You're right. I had to. I, had <laughs> I was to, a yeah, rebel. Yeah, I had to show her that like, yo, this is not gonna work. This ain't gonna work like that. My
3: parents are just happy I graduated from high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sha, where where did we meet? How do I know of you? Because my last, my memory is so bad. What I remember is Miami, right? That's you were, not
1: where we met. Where
0: do we met? Damn.
4: Though you were killing it in I Miami. Think ago, right? I don't
1: know exact. Like I, when I look back at my life, right, I've <laughs> always known you. Yeah. I don't know where we met.
4: There's some
0: spiritual shit happening here. But But it was it was it had to do with like when you being was, in Miami and I'm and I would be in Miami and I'd be like yo I got to come check you in Miami, right?
1: That's when I think we spent quality time together mm-hmm. or like time in the DJ booth together where i was playing and you i went went to go see you yeah you you came to rockwell one night when you were djing in miami or you were there yeah and you came to see me dj at rockwell you were nasty and i kept turning around and looking at you because it was your first time hearing me yeah because all throughout my 20s i came to heart of omnia and hung out with my girlfriends in that dj booth to see you we probably never shared any meaningful words i would just be like hi i'm dj lady Shaw from la can i come see you tonight and is or, that how it started or or did you ever come to fire poo with maybe cheap that shot? was it i feel like maybe the oh
0: wow now you're going real back yes yeah, this so is a real DJ throwback cheap
1: shot show. used to have a dj get together i think on a tuesday night at a wing spot in burbank and he called it fire poo and i met a lot of djs Damn. especially Damn. a lot I of scam heard cheap djs shot name in a long time yeah so that's a, cheap shot. a lot of a lot of scam djs i was Cheap shot on scam? Yeah he was. Because yeah. a lot of scam DJs no, no, no. were there. He,
0: he was on uh Koi Pond
2: in the beginning. <laughs> I think at some point he
0: was No, he was like he was scam. Maybe later. scam at some point. No,
3: no, no. He I was, used to look at that roster, bro. Cheap shot was in that roster. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, was a new right. kid's in the blog DJ. Scam,
1: I used to get the scam newsletter. Yeah, but yeah. Before, so,
3: before scam, I think oh, yeah, he was yeah, on right, Koi, right. Pond.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Koi Pond. Uh and Koi Pond was the uh was Captains of Industry. Captains of Industry was Stone Rock and Graham's so um, we're going back to
1: mid early two thousands right yes. now. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy because I'm only twenty seven. <laughs>
0: yeah. You look so good But anyways <laughs> I thought you were 23 <laughs> Wait but th- We gotta talk about Fire pool Because it was A west coast get together Cheap an, shop put
1: together And not only that But we did Wing eating contests Was it barbecues like we, Or wings Ribs and yeah. wing eating contests
3: Did you go to this He did it like? one year at, In Vegas Right And I went to that one But
1: for the most part It was in LA Once mm-hmm. a month I wanna say On like a Tuesday night But and
3: then he had an award In November He used to give out awards Like little yeah. t- toilets
1: yep 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 and we i think i had one from winning winning a wing eating contest or something but yeah it was actual (laughs) like it was djs sitting on it felt like a very busy cafeteria in there like people were sitting on top of tables like it was like um those big long picnic tables and we were all like sitting gathering around talking eating ribs and and wings and like acting a mess, yeah. being a mess, acting a mess, eating a mess, and talking a mess. Like it was, that was fire, it was aptly named Fire Poo. And I think I met you at one of those. And then when I would come out to Vegas, I felt very comfortable just hitting you up and being like, can I come to Heart of Omnia? And I would hear you do these hip hop sets at Heart of Omnia and get like, I don't know if you were drunk or not, but you just get in the mic and yell Korean blow or whatever. Like you'd had your little bit and then you would talk shit to the crowd. And I was like, wow, what a, what an interesting Korean man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think, and then you were, you were steadily going to Miami at that time you were doing Rockwell.
1: Miami was more 2013. I feel like it was in the earlier two thousands that I would come hang out with you in the DJ booth. And then in, I think, 2013 to 2019 I started going to Miami every month and then every other weekend so I was doing Rockwell and sometimes live and you were in town for one week we were on the in town at the same weekend and you're like I'm gonna come to Rockwell and so many DJs are like I'm gonna see you tonight at your set and I'd never see them right. but you actually showed up and mm-hmm. then you were in the DJ booth and I remember continuously looking back to look at your reaction and you were always like I didn't know you were this ratchet. Like you, oh no, <laughs> no.
0: yeah, you I, were real ratchet. I, I, you sure I ratchet, bro.
4: Yeah. I, I opened- would just
1: like be slamming all these songs into one another, and then like going because that's what it was in from like 2013 to 2019. It was like hip hop reigned yeah, in the okay. clubs. It, the EDM era had begun waning. I don't know what year, but all I know is that by it was all hip-hop all yeah. brand new hip-hop and then a little bit of i would throw in a little bit of 90s and 2000s and it was just like the only thing i had to change to dj in miami was i would add a little bit of m- more reggaeton when i play miami mm-hmm. but otherwise both la and miami all the, the clubs just wanted hip-hop start to finish all night long and the older we get the more old school becomes newer stuff that we wouldn't mm-hmm. think of as old school like i thought old school was like 1980s hip-hop and now like, old school like Van to these kids <laughs> yeah now old school to these kids is jay-z, like Jay-Z and diddy and 50, like, hey, yeah how is how are they old school so that is like <laughs> i would sprinkle that in through the night and people would be like oh she's going deep <laughs> <laughs>
0: How do you feel about, like, the club scene right now? You're at, what, you're at Poppy and Bootsy Bellows. Yeah, I'm at
1: Poppy once a month, Bootsy Bellows once a month here in L.A., and then um, Rockwell ended its run in Miami and during the pandemic, and so now I'm mostly L.A. And
0: it's mostly all hip-hop still, right? Still. Still hip-hop, ratchet hip-hop. Except
1: what's interesting is that, like, for instance, when Drake came out with his last album and it was so many, like, sticky and massive and those songs were 127 to 132 bpm yeah yeah that opened me up to then go from like party next door has a a song that's 127 bpm and so i would start looking for hip-hop artists that did songs in the house and edm bpm right. range mm-hmm. and so i'm excited that drake came out with all these songs on that album with so many, you know, super high BPM. Are you
0: still running those songs? I stopped playing. I those. play
1: Sticky. I play Massive. I play. Um, I got to think what else. But like, even, even from there, I'll go into like a Kid Cudi pursuit of happiness, and like it just opens you up to play all these um, faster BPM songs that we haven't played since two thousand seven, when it was like um, EDM and. But more than EDM, was it like Baltimore and stuff like that were popping off? Like you can play that stuff again because massive and sticky and those songs take you up there, and now you're up there, so you could do a quick little also five that and um, ten new song set. Uzi Vert new song. I play that, and it that is I would say the hottest song in the club right now. I've yeah. never seen people go so bananas yeah. yep. to yeah. that, and I'm and it's like a two minute song. That repeats itself. Yeah, you know, he's not even loop, rapping.
3: It's just the nothing. You almost like, got it uh, running uh, back. Uh, uh, uh,
1: These You're like, oh, the club goes insane. They just start mm-hmm. jumping. And I'm, when I say the club goes insane, party goers in L. A. Don't go insane. So when you see people in L. A. Jumping up and down and dancing to a song, you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, yeah. <laughs> This is something special because as we talked about before the podcast even started, LA energy and San Diego energy and Vegas energy and Miami and New York energy. LA is at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the crowd giving you energy and love and feeding you. But then you get used to this really like mellow vibe. And so, you know, when you're killing it, when they're like really giving you energy and love, you're like, wow. This song is a banger. I,
0: I think someone tweeted out, I think it was low budget. Shout out to uh LB. LBZ. Yeah, but he he was saying that that new little Uzi Verjoint might is that is that the biggest Jersey Club record of all time? Everyone's been saying asking. <sighs> oh man, awesome. Oh, I don't know about it that. It did man. give me those <laughs> vibes. Cause there what other Jersey club record has has been as big as that? Omni Ish was pretty big. That's was that the Baltimore club? club. Baltimore Club? Yeah, it's yeah. borderline Baltimore Club. Yeah, and that was someone. Someone tweeted that out. That, yeah, um, uh, that DJ Class I'm yeah. the ish
2: mm-hmm. is
0: up there between the Jersey Club and Baltimore. It uh, might
2: be. It might be. I I, don't I can't know. off the top of my head think of anything else that might be. To me,
0: the the DJ Class record didn't age as age that well. No, nah, it was like a good
2: moment, right? What was that eight? yeah was, there. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. people are saying they still running but i i don't really see how you maybe still early run in the night i actually ran it back for the first time in a long time last weekend you did yeah. i was up in that bp and i was like fuck it let's see what there's so many it. And it went off versions of that song too it's the so Kanye weird and what's and...
0: the other song that's like hate hate hey, hey, hate, hate i don't oh, know what bitches say shit Shelly?
2: yeah Shelly, yeah took the night I'm, took the, night. Yeah. the
0: night. night yeah i figured that song should be way bigger now yeah I feel like that sounds like a great song
2: now. That was actually a really, really, really good song at the time, yeah. too. But I feel it's like, that, yo, this new generation doesn't know what the fuck that song is. Yeah, <laughs> It's too old I school for them. play
1: all new stuff. I don't run that stuff back unless I'm at a wedding. Really? really? Mm. And I don't do that many weddings. But if I do, I dig into my crates for songs that were hot and from mm-hmm. 2007 to 2012. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And it was oh, so yeah, women-friendly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. But like... I. I barely have enough time from 11 to two, and really in LA people arrive at midnight. So from midnight to two, I barely have enough time to get through all the new hip hop.
3: It's like 1.30.
1: I don't run too much back yeah. unless I'm doing a quick throwback to like a quick Jay-Z or knock a few buck or something like that and then right back to new stuff.
3: Are you
0: still playing Jay-Z? the club.
1: I play Jay-Z you don't know cuz it's part of a little like
0: she got the, a little, like, nice. little run of routine
3: songs
1: that I heart? do. Yeah, a little mini routine when I need to wake people
0: up. Wait, are are you not playing Kanye and and all this stuff?
1: I'm it's very easy for me to take a stand. There's so much music to play. So I don't understand DJs who are complaining about not being able to play Kanye in the club like the man has gone full-blown cuckoo why do right. we need his music in the club if you need an, a certain artist's music to make your set pop you're not that great you need to work on your set you need to work on making the other songs work for you because there's no one artist except drake that any of us really need in a yeah, hip-hop I was gonna say, club you might need yeah drake. i need drake i play a <laughs> ton of drake and so far he he hasn't let me down too much in terms of his personal life, so I'm not too worried about that. It's like so
0: you've exed out like Tory Lane's, uh, like Kanye West.
1: I've I don't know. Tori was hard for me. I, yeah, she really, she very, liked Tory Lane's music. I did Tory Lane's like New Year's Eve with him twice at like Rockwell. So he's a great performer, a very charismatic person and presence, mm-hmm. and I and he's such an amazing vocalist. And so this, this he's ordeal also like, with- But
0: he's also shooting women. Yeah, exactly. He's terrible. <laughs> yeah.
1: His actions and behavior are absolutely terrible. Did you stop playing them and the have, moment the like story the, got out? I X'd out R. Kelly immediately. I
3: mean, that was yeah. an easy one. I
1: X'd out Kanye multiple times throughout his career. When he would do something, I would put him but on But you would ice.
3: stop, but then you would play again. After they, they and then, settled this down. La- yeah. But Kanye after, was after cool to play again yeah, at a certain point. After yeah, point. A while, yeah, exactly. He'd come yeah, out with
1: a new album. Something was really got good. It would yeah. kill it, and I'd be like, okay, we're good with Kanye again. And then after a while, with with Tory, when the stuff happened with Meg, Meg the Stallion, so much of the story was convoluted, and you didn't know what was true and what wasn't. That all DJs sort of kept continuing with Tori, Yeah, I yeah. feel like until finally. Meg did a couple interviews where she came out and she really condemned what had happened and explained what had happened. And at that point, I was like, "All right, we're doing." Wait, with so that. you
2: stopped then? Because I feel like most people didn't stop to yeah, the did, guilty
3: verdict. Yeah, they didn't stop to the yeah. verdict came out.
1: Yeah. Um, I I I heard an interview that she did. I don't. Uh, I think with Gail. Yeah. And yes. I, uh-huh. I, that when she said <laughs> when the when when the verdict and when the case goes to court, you all, you will all see. The truth and i was like well i don't want to be the last one still oh. playing tory out here like i don't need to be out here defending a man if he shot a woman so i xed him out and kanye's behavior the last six months is honestly just intolerable like n- i have no no issues with xing out an artist when it's like
0: I, I, haven't, I haven't played tory in like years yeah really years not even like ferris wheel when when did that shooting happen 2020, two years ago. Yeah, I, I stopped at <laughs> 2020.
1: Okay, so you stopped when the event happened. I wasn't yeah. keeping up with details of the event until I heard Meg The Stallion actually it, well, do the when, interview.
0: When artists started taking him, like when Killani took him off a of record, mm-hmm. right?
1: You knew that something was coming. And
0: I was just like, for him. yeah, I think I, I heard a DJ play something and I, I was I, I was out and about, and I heard the DJ play Tori. Played two Tory songs in like 45 minutes. And a group of girls were like in the front and they kind of looked at him and yeah, then they that's walked. That's a
1: bit much. Two Tory songs, yeah, in 45 that's a lot. Minutes but yo, oh, like, motherfuckers
0: much. don't care. He They're hasn't a had a big
1: hit in several, in not several years, but a few years. So Yeah, but it's go, like an early
0: part of the night. He's a <laughs> yeah. good early, early warm up. Right? Yeah, because yeah.
1: he's a good vocalist and his songs were catchy, are catchy, but. Yeah, but one, they, but they weren't
0: like I that big. The they, he doesn't event. have
3: a big hit, but he has like a good yeah, he has warm a good, up, yeah, dance and warm. Even before the incident, I I didn't even play too much um, Tory Lanes to, um, to begin with. I mean, like Ferris Wheel, yeah, Ferris Wheel, That's was about it, yeah. so the one Freaky. that Lady Shaw, yeah, Freaky was Lady Shaw's. Uh, I remember when we did the twenty nineteen um, the hundred episode for the World Podcast. She she threw that in as her, one of the songs of the summer for herself.
1: But yeah, but more so that year we were still talking about Sweetie. My mm-hmm. type, yeah, 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 and city girls act right. I remember that that episode. We were like, it really comes down to those two, mm. and I think I gave him a, an honorable mention. But yeah. yeah, now I'm like, oh, what a bummer! Can't play him yeah. anymore. <laughs> I was like, because
3: you liked his music pretty like a lot. I, I've seen you posted. It, I've like,
1: also stopped playing Da Baby. Is that yeah. anyone else? Well, find I feel like he was pretty. He was always
3: pretty easy to stop. Playing. that wasn't. Yeah, hard he was That easier. wasn't. Uh, he had but, but here's the thing: with two DaBaby. songs we couldn't play. Wow, okay. When did you stop playing him?
1: Um, When it, I can't remember if him or Danny Lay live streamed him kicking her out with her new oh the baby with the so, cops. So there was a live stream so it wasn't of, about the
3: rant when the homophobic rant
1: did that happen before or after that I think it was all in the no, same it happened week after that it happened, he had a after, huge meltdown where he like that. no for me it was like it him was like kicking the same out. month yeah right, he you know? called the cops on his you know. Newborn and Danny Lay and th- like this is
0: the
3: most gossip we've like, ever ever.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. we, see, we, we came in hot. We started right away.
3: You know what? This became this became a uh, y'all group chat. Tea time, over here. <laughs> <know>. tea time. <laughs> Lady Shaw brought the gossip here. Uh, She's right. so spicy with her.
1: Anyways, the baby. I used to think he was like. Oh, I, I, I feel like I, I, so I should get my nails
0: done out. and shit. And we should I, like talk get, some more shit. Get, get a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a girlfriend.
1: Who else have we Who else? Out? Okay, well listen. <laughs>
3: listen
0: I'm going to tell you something. I naturally stopped playing the baby cuz yeah. he just kept dropping He just started trash. sounding the same.
1: He's annoying as hell. Someone now, like, like I, at first I thought he was great and now I think he's annoying as hell and then he started acting crazy
3: well, he on just, stage and then all his and shit doing is like, sounding you know, the same, the Yeah, same style yeah. of rap. Like. And
1: and so Tori and the baby weren't that hard to cut from our sets. Kanye, he hasn't had a hit in a few years, so that wasn't very hard for me to cut either. My issue is with DJs on Twitter and Instagram. Like when I comment on something that someone's posted, saying "Why are we still playing Kanye?" I get all these trolls. Talking I think you're back. wrong
0: about Kanye. I what? think he got some classic ass shit. Yeah. No, he does. And they were starting to and bubble pl- again. Would, it all falls down. Would, Father stretch mm-hmm. my hands. I, pl- yeah.
1: I always part one and part two. I play all of it. I, I used to play all all of my, it. I know. Father stretch my. I know.
0: Father stretch my hands is like a LA anthem.
1: Yeah. Part, right. Part you just one. said that and gets part two all of it if everything's like, going run, wrong in
0: la you could drop father stretch my hands and everyone will start jumping yeah you know what I'm because saying?
1: it has the line about the models can't tell
2: me nothing it
1: can't tell me i think nothing, it, i and think because it has kid
2: cut in it and then everyone, everyone in la anything
1: from oh you know there's like bangers from watch the throne so now yeah. jay-z's been dragged into this like we can't play watch <laughs> wait, the wait, throne wait.
0: No, no come but, on <laughs> can't but, stop but some of y'all are playing uh paris paris right
1: i'm not no that's no. You, can, no,
3: you can still if play paris other songs you can play jay-z for you verse, could. and then when kanye comes, you get out, you you out of it get out of it <laughs> yeah
1: listen it's it's been rough guys
3: <laughs> but I, I kind of i kind of uh, did you start playing Wiz khalifa what Oh, here wasn't we go. playing him to begin with so <laughs> that
4: was
3: hard <laughs> Lady Shaw with the shots boy it'll I be mean, a different shit. story if I was there huh Lady Shaw that's <laughs> so what you wasn't playing what was, his, what was his new single what was his new
2: single Big Booty Bitches yeah, yeah
1: didn't even download it <laughs> I mean, was it was not pretty horrible. necessary for my sets.
2: Yeah, it was pretty bad. Jamie's bringing this up because... And
1: I'm not happy with what happened, so now yeah. I won't bother downloading him again because anyone who disrespects a DJ... like th- Technical problems are happening when you're at a club. Artists that don't bring their own DJs for their club performance deserve whatever ends up happening. Mm. I don't like when artists show up and you think they're coming with their own DJ and they don't and then they expect you to be able to DJ their whole set for them. It's one thing if they prepared you in advance, but oftentimes you're told the artist is coming, they'll bring their own DJ and they pop up with no DJ, yeah. and then just start you know, like yelling in your ear to play songs, and you just have to be able to roll with the punches. Now, if you were not prepared in advance for that, given any sort of like text with a quick set list or anything to have prepared, now you're searching for stuff and like, Whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. Not the DJs, in my opinion. I mean, so then, we're, we're, we're talking. Are going wrong. Uh, just bring it back,
0: Cricket. Bring it back. Just for a little background. <gasps> We're talking about this because... <laughs> She's been holding on to the... <laughs> She's winning her <or> something. <laughs> we're talking about this because Wiz Khalifa... We're talking about the incident where Wiz Khalifa was talking shit to a DJ at Poppy. My, Mikey yeah. Danger. And incredible Mikey DJ. Dan- Mikey and, Danger's incredible. And Shaw is a resident at Poppy. It could have you know,
1: easily been me that night.
0: It wouldn't have happened to you. Yeah, he wouldn't have done that. And it wasn't Mikey Danger's no. fault, I, from what I've heard. No.
1: As you see in any of those videos, there's 400 people in a booth made for five. Mm-hmm. It's overcrowded with people, people on people at the DJ booth level, people on the table behind it, people on the booth behind that, people on the top of the booth behind that. Just climbing all the way up to the ceiling, there's people. And so there's way too many people in there and it's like the artist wants to stand at the very top and back of what that we, booth what we should and, do... and do like a telephone chain of <laughs> commands until it finally gets to the DJ or we have an MC on most of our nights like at Poppy and Bootsy until it gets to the MC. What,
0: what we should do is talk to H. Wood Hospitality and ask them why they're always trying to <laughs> build tables behind the DJ booth. Like They, <laughs> don't, they a... don't want the DJ to yeah. have any personal space at all. No. I think that's one of the, the <laughs> But
4: it's not <laughs> it's
1: like a boiler room situation without boiler room protection. I
0: just went to Bootsy Bellows recently. Mm-hmm. And that, that shit is tight too. Tight. That's another H-wood property, right? Mm-hmm. Tight wow. is in a small space. Yeah. But they okay. have
1: other places. But they're, where no, the they're DJ selling tables space.
0: in the DJ booth. Yes. Yeah, okay. You know, which which I get it because it's like, you like know. Like two feet in
1: your behind.
0: Yeah, but Poppy's really bad.
1: Poppy and there's only two short like very small spaces on your left and right for 15 people to And enter for a petite girl like you, table. you
0: I mean you need Thank your, you, you know, no,
3: talk about it. Right but no, I mean, I got
1: cushioning I, on my butt, so I'm just like I start twerking to make space for myself. That's, as that's her
3: defense. DJing.
1: Yeah,
0: twerk, twerk. T- 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 yo, you're, you're in a lot of hood, hood ass, ratchet ass. LA <laughs> <laughs> room. Like the sweetest But I thing.
1: would say that that I think that that right there is why I kept looking back at you at Rockwell the first night you came to see me DJ because I was like, mm, Cricket's never heard me play, and I'm just you know, she's such a nice girl.
3: Yeah, I opened like, for, for Shaw a few times. DJs like,
1: what are like, what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this?
3: Bro, I opened for <laughs> Shaw at Lock and Key in its prime, like, 2014. And her and her girls, man.
1: We love hip-hop. Dude. We love reggae. We love hip-hop. I, I have love for EDM.
3: <laughs> no, I don't even... Know. <laughs> There's probably a... It
1: doesn't hit me in my soul and heart the way hip-hop does. And so it it's not... I mean, I don't want to say hip-hop and hood are the same thing. It's just that all clubs in L.A. right now want hip-hop. And it doesn't matter if it's a Wednesday night or a Friday night or a Saturday night. Honestly, all the nights want hip-hop. And it's just... It's its live. The energy is great. And, and you also... Because it's L.A., just like in Vegas or Miami or New York, mm-hmm. like you have... NBA players coming in after the games you have football players who are in town you have awards shows and then after the awards shows celebrities are coming in or whoever's in town it's a very exciting energy because you never know who's going to be there in the room and which way you're going to take the night and so
3: have you always been a hip-hop head
1: No, I grew up listening to rock and roll and um, like I remember I got very turned off to hip hop when I was like 10. And LA went all gangster rap in the 90s and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna turn the dial to K-rock. And I listened to K-rock all the way up till I went to college, I went to UC Berkeley. At UC Berkeley, I started uh, learning how to DJ there and then going to record stores and then I was like, the Bay Area was so rich with underground hip hop vibes like Black Alicious, and you were record digging for Black Alicious, Mostef, Far Side, J Rock. Like that, that was hieroglyphics, mm-hmm. yeah. Dilated Peoples. Those were all my first records. And so I came back to hip hop through this underground backpacker hip hop route. Mm. And then when I needed to make money, Djank actual bottle service nightclubs then i had to start going and buying 50 cent and ying yang twins and all those records for five dollars and 99 cents a record like i still have the price tags on all the records i bought in the 2000s and i was like ugh. and then serato came out and we were like oh thank god
4: i don't have to pay six
1: dollars a record anymore because i'm sure you were cool and you were all part of record pools but i was dishing out five dollars and 99 cents per per song i wanted to play and i love
0: it that you you were uh you were on vinyl yeah you're, you're one on of the vinyl yeah.
1: for like from two, I started learning in two thousand two and didn't get Serato till two thousand six, so I have like just crates and crates and crates of vinyl. Cause and I would just put them in rolling suitcases and roll to the club. Like I That's would smart. DJ my first club. Do you remember Ho- Hollywood and Highland had a club right here? Highland, I think it was called Highland. The
2: Highland. Oh yeah, the yeah, Highland
1: yeah, or I mean. something. Yeah, I I would DJ there and bring all my records and rolling. Suitcases. How
0: many crates did you bring? How many suitcases did you bring? One? Three, three. Wow, yeah. three, three suitcases. suitcases
1: of records. Because I just did. not I want to be prepared for every scenario. <laughs> what do you mean? And
0: what, and what, what do you mean suitcases? She what put were them you in suitcases. I would put them in rolling, rolling around suitcases around in like rolling roller like roller bags,
1: like like bags you would check in an air, airport. Yeah,
3: so how <laughs> would you set up carry up
1: your, on carry on? Bags. How
3: would you set up your records if you had them in the suitcase? I would open.
1: I would I would turn the suitcase on its side, open it, and then just.
3: Stack them up St-
1: As if it's a crate And mm-hmm. just lift the records yeah. up And be able to go through them
3: I've like never that. seen that in my life She was life. like ah. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> The blue suitcase was rock The red suitcase was yeah. hip hop <laughs> Really? I had them you organized had by color?
1: BPM Because I knew I could go from genre to genre I just needed them Organized by BPM Oh well,
0: you so had different Color suitcases for No I didn't genre? have Different color oh, okay. suitcases oh, They
1: were all black So, And I had some like You know Record carrying bags And a couple But I wasn't gonna go out And buy a whole bunch Of record carrying luggage So yeah. I just used my my roll on, like carry-on suitcases with wheels on the bottom to get high the highland was like on the
3: th- third level floor. Yeah, yeah third
1: floor of a six-floor structure like you're Damn, parked Sha. on like negative four level of the parking and you got to get to the i mean there was elevators and escalators involved
0: wow Sha you mm, pay you dues a rolling
1: suitcase you pay yeah. dues yeah I know. For how young i am
0: yeah 27.
2: <laughs> go ahead i didn't know you paid dues like this yeah do you remember what what was the popping record store in the bay
1: um it was called the b-sides and there was another one uh but that was that one was more reggae i forget the name of it but that one is where i got a lot and then b-sides opened and i got i spent it i would i couldn't walk in there without sp- spending like 250 bucks on records and That was a lot in the early 2000s, and my only income was from lifeguarding and teaching swim lessons in between classes. So that was my hustle.
0: (laughs) Wow. Were you you an Ordufons girl or a Shore girl?
1: Always Shore from the beginning. Really? DJ Fatrick taught me right. DJ Fatrick, who... um, Wait, how do you spell that? Patrick P H. Like a fat
0: trick. His his name Patrick. Patrick. Okay, (laughs) that's not funny. Patrick.
1: He's uh, Asian from Texas. You know, (laughs) Fatrick. And um, he is. He also runs a party here in L.A. called Mom, M O M Motel on Mondays. You got to know that party with Mona Lisa and DJ Jedi. So he had. He was my neighbor in college, and he had a. He started a student taught DJ course on campus and convinced me to take his class. And from the beginning, he taught me very. Charging? Well. No, it was free. It, it was, was free. The, the UC Berkeley had this option for students to start their own classes that they wanted to teach called decals. And as long as you got enough students to sit their butts in the seats, like your decal. I don't know if it would be funded, but it would be approved.
3: And so, did get fully, did the uh, units fully count? accredited. I, yeah.
1: I can't remember if we got one or two credits for it, or it was just an extra. Would curricular. you do it for the credits? I don't think so. I I remember he just needed people to sit in the class. I had no interest in DJing. I was playing guitar and singing and writing songs like Ani Di Franco, and I thought I was gonna like be a little acoustic Lauren Hill, Ani Di Franco, like folk singer.
4: Oh. I
1: know. I know. Super. Not. Opposite of what I do now, but I was like a little you wanted to be, like want
3: to be like Jewel. Wanted to
0: be like
1: Jewel. JoJo? The, Indian Jewel
3: JoJo? the Indian. Jewel.
1: Sarah <laughs> McLaughlin. Nelly Furtado. No, Nelly the, Furtado, Indian um, the Indian MIA? chick.
0: The Indian. Am I? Oh no, no, no. Um, I know who you're talking about, the, the folk singer.
1: All I know is Lauren Hill, but unplugged like the unplugged album she put out later. That that was like, yeah, the old the
0: guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was wow. just her, that like was amazing
1: singing on what is it? Was MTV unplugged?
3: unplugged? Yeah, MTV. that
1: unplugged album. I was like, that's it.
3: Yeah, she was going through it. She was like crying. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was rough. That was <laughs> rough.
3: With, with, oh, Nora, Jones. <laughs> Nora Jones, Nora Jones, Nora Jones. <laughs> yeah, but she was jazzy. She was no,
1: jazzy. I was like, uh, I was just me and my little guitar. Open mics, doing all that, and then also trying to be pre-med, also trying to be an anthropology major. And then DJ Fatrick was like, uh, just come sit in my class. I just need, like, bodies in the in the seats. Mm. And then he, he trained us all right. Sure, M447s, like, techniques only, like how to label your records how to just like use a stopwatch and figure out the bpm of a record write it down like label your stuff like wow. he would hit me on the arm as i was trying to beat match i mean like this so you
0: started getting
3: into
1: borderline it. physical abuse but it, and it worked
3: like
1: take pride he would like you know hit my arm <sighs> as i'm trying to beat match and like you know
0: wait so at what point were you starting to get into it
1: 2002 and all the DJs in the Bay Area like there were some pioneer female DJs in the Bay Area like um, DJ Netta who just came out with a book about hip hop like an era of hip hop that she just wrote about but she was like a pioneer female DJ in the bay and then there were other DJs like what is it Deand- Deandra selskin and Deandre, or something like that I, f- I forget it was a, D- a Filipino to female DJ duo, a lot of amazing scratch female DJs in the Bay, and then just tons of like other DJs like DJ Sake One and and Zeta and a bunch of people mm-hmm. like DJing in the Bay Area in the in the early two thousands. So there were always parties to go to, always block parties. There was lots of inspiration and i began to just start opening for djs and like just do sets and at at parties that all the homies were throwing and then going to b-sides and buying the records and like then going to bars and clubs around town and asking if I could DJ there. And then once I graduated from Cal, I moved home to LA and hit the pavement running, just like going, like I did all the things I thought I was supposed to do, like had business cards and would like go and meet all the club owners and promoters and pass out business cards and make you know CDs and like be handing out mix CDs. And then I realized it's really about relationships and letting those take time to grow and Mm -hmm. flourish Mm -hmm. than forcing someone to take your mix cd and asking them if you can dj their spot it doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i learned that Mm -hmm. over the years
0: it's 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 interesting to me like how you came up because the style when i heard you right when i heard you dj in miami at rockwell you have this aggressive east coast style so when i heard you you're quick mixing, you you know, you're just hitting them over and over, and it's aggressive, and it's like you know. When I heard you, I think you were saying you were like turning around to see my reaction. I was just really impressed, but then I was also kind of, I was like, where did she get this style from? Like, I know, where you did kept she asking learn this? Me yeah. If
1: I was from the East Coast that yeah, night, yeah. and I was like, no, I'm from L.A. And ba-. because and I, like-
0: I don't, I don't know. To this day, I don't know if I've ever seen an L.A. DJ. Spin hip hop as well as you. Thank you. Wow. Maybe Night Train. Maybe Night Train. <laughs> Trace and is <actress> too. Jason. <laughs> oh wait. Trace and too. Yeah. <laughs> Homicide. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> There's no no that.
0: Homicide has a very A M style.
4: Yeah. He has
0: a oh, very A M okay. style. Uh Night Train has it's has a, a has a kind of a hybrid, mm-hmm. right? He's still doing like kind of like wordplay shit, which is kind of like more west coasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have like to me a straight party rocking east coast like quick mixing high energy uh i wonder if
1: that's because i am chasing the high of a crowd going wild Mm -hmm. in la a city where the crowd does not go wild (laughs) as you want them to so i think i overcompensate by quick mixing and trying to hit them back to back with things that'll move the needle of the energy of the room up yeah because mm-hmm. i only have so much time in la to make that happen and i don't want it to be 130 and i still haven't fe- i haven't felt the crowd swell
0: so you developed the style because of the time constraints of just la nightlife being ending at like 145 2 Yeah, 2:00 because when
1: i would go to the east coast i would have to hold back and be like wait you have like Hours mm. ahead of you. I mean, so we don't hold back. Down. We just,
3: we, we keep quick fix- <laughs> Yeah, man, we just keep going. No, <laughs> <laughs> but she's not saying like, yeah, yeah. kind of get everything but the beginning of to the end. <laughs> hour and a half.
1: Here, you have to get it out between 12.30 and yeah. one forty-five. Yeah. So maybe that's why I don't, I and then I, there were periods of time where I I felt like when you're DJing a special event or a wedding or something like that, and you see the crowd look at you when you, mix out of a song too fast and you have to check yourself and be like "Whoa, this is not a bottle service club at twelve forty five. like these people want both verses both choruses
4: yeah, and you yeah. gotta song let songs longer. breathe you know what?
0: Yeah. i have a question actually now that we're bringing this up so like jamie's thinking that i'm saying like yo like when we would when we dj in new york your your prime time is like i don't know eleven forty-five to close mm-hmm. right in la in la yes in New York, our prime time would be what? One twelve forty five? One? Like, like one o'clock. Right? Yeah. One fifteen around there. Like but, yeah. but but here's the thing in New York. If you could go till two A. M. and not play one new banger, then you really got them and you oh, and you're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna keep golden. them till yeah. keep five AM. That's what she said about holding back. I hold right. off
1: till twelve thirty right. here and yeah. then let loose till one forty five. But
0: but the thing is that I'm wondering, right? Because for some reason, and I was I was wondering this because of the resurgence of all of these 90s and 2000s parties on the West Coast, did you guys have a proper scene where you guys were playing R&B and classics in the beginning of the night? You guys don't really have that at all. I don't think I've ever heard that.
2: R&B,
1: yes, but not old R&B. We're playing new R&B. And that's
3: the thing- Oh wait, what what are you, like, can you like- Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna explain. Well, like
0: in New York, in the 2000s and probably a lot in the, maybe in the 90s, late 90s or so,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you would start the night off with classics. With George Benson. Mm-hmm. Give Me The Night. Mm-hmm. Give Me The Night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like yes, um, Well, no, you know what? You would actually start the night with like Rising to the Top. Like, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all in the
3: same year. All, that to that top, shit, all yeah.
0: Night Long, Mary Jane Girls. No, but you kind of started at like 90, 100 BPM. And then yeah. as you went to 11 o'clock, you were like, let's do 110, 120.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. it goes up. Yeah. The BPM goes up as the night goes.
2: No.
0: <laughs> but see, that was like New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, my favorite part of like, right, when what time did the nights start in
3: New York? Kirk? All
0: right. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll paint the picture for you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So like, I would go into like spa, or I would go into Low like. This. Remember that club plaid? Yeah. I think it was like I don't. You know. I remember that spot. Yeah. There was like all these clubs. I would hear like Mark Ronson and, and different and, at Park or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But we- I would love to go at like eleven o'clock because that's when I would hear like all the classics. You would hear like. Like George Benson, you'd hear Stevie Wonder, Roy, like Michael Roy Jack- Ayers, Roy Ayers, Michael
3: Jackson, yeah, and Prince. J. You'd Prince. hear
0: all of the, all that classic shit. Wham, yeah. right? Yeah, all the '80s shit. Even like fucking Rolling Stones, miss you. Yeah, in excess, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know you hear some YouTube as well or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then around twelve you kind of feel it out and you're like, all right, let's hit them with some '90s R&B or '2000s R&B, mm-hmm. and then you kind of fill it out to like one o'clock. Are they ready for the hip hop yet? And then you either you either pull the trigger or you, or you hold back, depending on how the crowd is. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was wondering if L. A. or the West Coast had that
2: scene. But you're saying it's just more like new new R and B.
1: Like, for instance, so okay. you're playing like
2: her, like like shit like that. It's
1: been like you know in.
2: But this is in the 2000s. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Geez.
1: Let me say, in the 2000s, maybe I would have sprinkled a little bit of that in, but. For the most part, I'm playing current R&B of the time, yeah, and like new hip hop that isn't primetime hip hop from in that first hour, mm-hmm. or like first hour and a half. Unless there's an opener, then they're doing that, and then when I get on, I'm still holding back another thirty minutes and then going in.
4: Right. So in he's my, playing like- in
1: Miami. The night is so long. I had an opener. For from like 11 to 1.30, I'd get on at 1.30 and go till Mm 4. And sometimes all the way till 5. Or the opener would get on for that last 30 minutes to an hour. But in LA, the night is so short that oftentimes I'm just like, the night, the doors open at 11 and by 12.30 it's packed and it's time to go in. And so from 11 to 1230 and not, not just me, I feel like a lot of us are playing like, like to me, new R and B would be like blast. He's local mm-hmm. and LA loves their local artists, like blast and Bino Rideau and like, yeah. And Kate, I think it's, pronounce Kalen for real for yeah. real. Yeah.
2: Philippi- yeah, yeah. Filipinos
0: yeah. love blast. <laughs> yeah. Why, where did that come from? Well, he's R and B, bro. He's R and B.
1: And like Filipinos even Rob Ty sign no, 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 has no, r&b They really Banger.
0: love yeah, the Filipinos yeah. love blast.
1: I think everybody does. In LA, everybody does. No, all, but not all like Filipinos. Okay, I don't know about Filipinos, but like <laughs> white people, black people, everybody is feeling blast. That and that's it's I don't not know about that blast in like Vegas, that, like, like
3: you. I've got white people coming to me ask for blast. Really? Okay, it are surprises we me. I'm like, like take it or leave it. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need. I don't need take to. It I like. Or leave look, it.
0: I like blast a lot. I don't need to play a blast record at all. Like even early in the night. I play or whatever. a
1: few. I play a few the well, first two Chosen the first a must, right? Chosen's
3: a must. Chosen's yeah. played
1: out, There now there's more. There's yeah. like, you know, his his other hits, he has stuff with like Zachariah and Buddy and a bunch of like local LA artists that we just like sprinkle in. And LA heads who are in the club carry the room for the rest of the people because they're like, this is dope. And people are looking at them going, I don't know this. Oh, he thinks it's dope. Okay, it's dope. Or they think that table's going off, okay. So that, LA really rep, we in LA rep LA music in our hip hop clubs for for the first hour and a half and then maybe a little bit more later in the night and we'll drop like YG and stuff like that that always gets head nods that's 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 the energy you're going to get in LA yeah. a good solid head nod so you're like, that's what you're going for. So I don't know if we count. Are, do you count Vegas as West Coast when you're comparing? yes. Yeah. Okay, so I don't. <laughs> I think LA is West Coast. Vegas is Vegas. No. Vegas is its own entity. So you're, you're, I cannot no group way. the two cities together. You're crazy. It, no,
3: I can <laughs> see why she's saying that because it's yeah. such a transit city. Yeah, but everyone. Everyone's there. Yeah, but everyone in Our Vegas. Our style
1: of DJing is so different. In fact, you guys are more like a Miami where your night starts late and goes late.
0: Yeah. But the, but that here the the thing is is that Bay Area music West Coast music hits fucking hard in Vegas and it always has mm-hmm. Vegas but and, not blast. I mean, but I could. It's I not could really it, early know? the night. Maybe the problem in Vegas is high energy when yeah. doors open. Right. There isn't like this. There's no. If you like have that. a chill vibey energy, a manager might come up and be like, "Hey, let's let's, pick let's it up. turn it up. Let's pick it up." Gotcha. You know what I mean? Where West Coast you can kind of vibe it out Mm -hmm. a little bit more. You can vibe
1: out the first hour, hour and a half.
0: I mean, some of your parties even now like are just all vibes.
1: But when you're when you're you asked earlier if we have like actual. classic hip-hop R&B parties, there are spots for that. Like you know if you go to the Dime any night of the week on Fairfax, you're gonna hear 90s and 2000s hip-hop and R&B. The Dime Mm -hmm. is known for that. So there's certain venues that cater to that Mm -hmm. music. But
2: there's no spot where there's just a gradual progression. Well, I think because because the night is so short, you don't don't have time for a gradual. I can't
1: think of a club where you're gonna hear George Benson and Stevie the first hour. Well, that's what I to me.
0: I think some of the DJs in the West Coast, right? They lost some of that education. They didn't get that experience yes. Well, they they don't have that. They didn't need to go digging for those records. They you know the first two those two hours from ten to twelve were vital to me. I learned so much and I like I started stacking my 80s R&B, my 70s, you know, my disco. I guess i like, you know lucky because
1: I got that. I got a little bit of that era right. where I had I to know. like oh, I recognize that sample. Where do I know that sample Mm -hmm. from? And like connecting old and new. Right. And now people like new artists are sampling songs from 10 years ago and people are like, what's that sample? Oh, it's that old school song. I'm like from 2015. That's not old school. (laughs) But you
0: know what I'm talking about? Like in Vegas, like at the end of the night, like, 5 a.m., mm-hmm. you and I would do, like, an 80s on and b Yeah, thing. we
3: just pl- have fun, yeah. But then we're
0: with West Coast motherfuckers. The most they're going to yeah. play is, like, you know, Cutie Pie or, like, you well, know. Definitely any Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, like, obvious-ass right. shit, but they're not yeah. playing, like, um you know like even at that time they weren't they were not playing fucking saturday love yeah
3: they weren't playing playing frankie beverly i mean they might be doing it now because Beyonce, but before that but again
1: there are parties for that here cherry poppin wednesdays was another party where you would hear all that music Mm -hmm. the dime um but
0: see like in new york you had to notice in every hot spot like you you had to know it was like Mm -hmm. it was a part of the Mm -hmm. the Mm-hmm. Shalomar. Yeah, Shalomar. You had to know all of this shit. You know Did what I mean? you
1: say now in twenty twenty three that's still the case? No, no, no.
3: Well he's okay. cricket had brought that up because he says, Do you think the surgeons of all these parties now, like the cherry, the dime, is happening because they never had it before. Yeah,
0: because I'm saying like I don't think there was an R and B scene the where they appreciated the classics and all that.
1: People shit. attending the dime. Cherry pop and Wednesdays which actually just ended its' like historic many year run mm-hmm. and like a party like Sadiq on Wednesday nights these parties and places go off because club goers did hear this music whether it was through their parents playing it mm-hmm. or their older siblings mm-hmm. playing yeah. it and there is a nostalgia and obviously a desire to hear that and sing at the top of your lungs to a Mary J acapella at one in the morning that is. A market that's now being fulfilled, like a, a desire of party goers to go to that. those same party goers also go to Poppy on a Friday and Bootsy on a Saturday and turn up, but now they're also going to uh, a Sadiq on a Wednesday or a Dime on a Thursday and like you know, hearing their getting their throwback jams and working that out.
3: So when you came back from Berkeley to L.A., what were you playing on like the nightly routine at those bars? Fifty
1: Cent, Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> Charu, that was all that, yeah. She <laughs> was
3: playing all the, the 2000s well, hits. Because I, yeah.
1: was, I, was I was DJing both. Like, I was throwing my own parties with my business partner, Anisha, and we threw, organized a company called Lina La We'd throw our own parties. And we'd have the homies spin. Like DJ Puffs would come through and Step One would come through and analyze. And like we'd just like, have the homies come and spin and... and do our own music where we would play some Stevie and some Shalomar and Frankie Beverly and all that. Like we would get into that, and then go into hip hop and and a little bit of like dance music and everything at our own parties that we would th- throw. But when I would go to straight up jiggy club to DJ, it was just Fifty, <laughs> a hot 50 Cent, Ying Yang, no John, all all the jiggy stuff. And that was what I was like. Still at that time, paying like five ninety nine, six ninety nine a record yeah. for. It. And then, thankfully, you know, Serato and LimeWire freed it all up. So, so
2: <laughs> in the hip hop clubs, even now, like the Latin music hasn't really crept in at all.
1: There was a moment in L.A. when reggaeton like kind of made it back in, and now the only reggaeton that's making it is Bad Bunny. <laughs> so like I feel like sometimes a reggaeton banger comes comes on like if Cardi B's on it or something like that it it, and like it takes over the club for a little bit for but for the most part I feel like I play way more reggaeton in Miami than I do in LA clubs and in LA clubs sprinkling in just a couple bad bunny hits is like that's required but also don't do it too much they still just want to stick with like a hip-hop Format and now you can sprinkle in Afro beats too. A little Burn a Boy, a little Whiz Kid, a little Bad Bunny. Okay, that's as international as we get here in L.A. <laughs> like, don't expect anything more than that in L.A. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I think in ba- Vegas you can get more international with it, oh. and in Miami you can get way more reggaeton and Afro beat with it because it's so close to the Caribbean, and also Europe is all up on their Afro beats, and you know you have it's it's much more i feel like a worldwide audience in in miami and yeah, vegas sure. whereas la is a lot of locals in yeah. la going out for the night mm-hmm. so they don't need to hear a bunch of like reggaeton in the night
0: like i don't think the, i don't reggaeton. yeah i think the the great thing about la right now is is the uh the afrobeats has become part of the rotation yeah a lot more whereas yeah, in whereas in vegas that. Afrobeats is probably like yeah. you could like sprinkle it in. Maybe. Didn't
1: you say Last Last was one of your favorite songs?
0: It was, but I don't get to play it. You don't get to play that. As much. It
1: goes off in LA.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I don't get to play so, it. So yeah. It's
4: kind and of and I will be honest
0: with you. I've been at a couple of LA spots and um it's 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 a good reaction, but it's not like the best reaction. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. But I also feel I, I feel like L.A.'s weird because I feel like a lot of the times, you know, they request songs. It's the only city where motherfuckers who request songs are requesting shit to look cool. Does that Let's make sense? Let's say Hollywood. Let's not say L.A. I, I would say Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. You, you feel what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I get, I get what get. are saying. That's literally nowhere else do I look at a motherfucker and be like, you're requesting this so you can look cool. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that anywhere else, except Hollywood, L.A., California.
1: I can see that. I can. Right? I, can I can see For how that different. observation yeah, yeah. would appear to you. Yeah.
0: So I also see like if there's tables there, and then they know that last last is popping, or like some uh, some songs they should be on. I feel like they're gonna try to look cool and try to make it a part of the scene. Like I told them to play them. Yeah even though it may not really go off as it as it naturally would, like like a YG record or some other shit. You know what I'm saying? But I could, well, I could be wrong. Let's break down
1: the way a request gets to the DJ here in wrong. LA, and that is that it's yeah. gotta be a, the request has to come from a table, and either the table has sent somebody up to the DJ booth to tip the DJ and ask for the request, or they've tipped their bottle service girl to run up to the DJ booth and put in the request, or you're getting a text from the promoter and the manager that a certain table wants a certain song. And you're
0: getting tipped in LA.
1: I am. I don't know about other people, but that's because I as of late I just ignore requests unless there's a hundred dollar bill attached to it, and I I <laughs> want that to be the standard, to. but it's not. And oftentimes people just shake it off and walk away, and they're like, "Oh, forget it." But I mean, I I do think that if you're going to go and try to rearrange a DJ's whole set, you should come with money. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, totally with with I don't know if that's the case in Vegas. I don't know if that's the case. In Miami I feel like people just came to the DJ booth with money like can you play this request. See, in I LA think, I actually tell people I think you LA have to would tip for that. I
0: think LA would like not tip at all cuz the entitlement for Hollywood. <clears throat> depends, I could be but, wrong though.
1: But it depends on the person and 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 what manners they grew up with but I honestly I think the way you can't like text a manager or promoter back and be like well have them send a tip to the dj booth <clears throat> you just do what's said when it's a manager or head promoter or somebody messaging I, I you also that th- they need something
0: i also think with you being a woman dj i think it, it's it, easier
1: to ask for
0: no i think it's really embarrassing for a dude he <laughs> looks <laughs> he looks super broke right <laughs> he looks super broke telling you what problem. to play right and then you look at him like are oh, you just gonna tell me like you ain't got no money like for real like if, if it was <laughs> me it'd be different right it'd be different right I'm, is I this do a double standard no, am, I, do I, am I wrong
3: am I wrong I do that you can't I'm tell sure. you can't I really this. you can't really I
2: do really, not I, do really, it, I, like, I, I don't do this move, this move, move I just I go, go
1: that's gonna be a hundred and they're like what
3: for real or they'll be like okay
2: really I've had
3: people be like oh say less and they pull out their wallet see
0: never never like you what would you do? Like $100? T- I feel like you'd be like, oh, that's nothing. Like, right? But $100? You don't want to act like, oh, shit, man, $100? $100?
3: to oh,
4: oh, <laughs> i like, yeah, I'd be like,
0: you gotta be
3: cool about away. it. You'd be like, all right, all right, $100? Yeah, all right. You want a service? You just gonna call You'd it. be like, oh, I left my wallet at the table. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or, yeah. yeah, they'll be like, I ain't got no cash. More people walk away. Then let me be clear. Yeah. More people walk away than give me the hundred. Wait.
0: So how do you but tell? Then them I don't 100. have to play the. Reg- how I, do you tell? Them? I
1: go. That's going to be hundred.
0: You do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got in trouble once. I I was DJing, and like some, I was, must have been some ball player, sat down right in front of me, and him and his wife kept telling me what to play, and then finally they were like, "Yo, are you going to play it?" And I was just like, "This." <laughs> so you had a trauma. And I was and experience. I was busy, and then all of a sudden. They complained to the manager and the manager's like, "Did you just ask them to tip you for the song?" And I said, "No, they just kept I said I would play it later, they want it now."
4: <laughs> Chris, and I, I was busy and I just I went like, like this. this.
0: Right. And they're like, "We don't do that over here."
3: Right.
0: <laughs> We don't solicit for tips, for requests, if uh, if they have a table, and da-da-da, so, and then I got, it was like a big deal. Like, okay, there was an email out. <laughs> so you
3: had a bad experience, Cricket. It was crazy. I feel yeah.
1: bad now because there is a double standard. Right. If you're somebody I really don't know, and you're coming up to ask for a song that I don't wanna play, or wasn't gonna play, or mm-hmm. it's nowhere near anywhere I'm currently playing, then I'm gonna be like, that's gonna be 100. But if you're Dwight Howard, I'm like, what do you want? I'll play it like if it's somebody who who's
0: Dwight Howard, they're present exactly why their
1: you
4: Angeles Lakers <laughs> champion. their presence you know
1: is simply Jeez. elevating the 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 atmosphere of no. the club like that celebrity is almost doing me a favor by being at my DJ set and engaging with me. And then I'm going to and if they their request isn't horrific, yeah. I'm going to play it.
0: Dwight Howard sounds <laughs> like an amazing saxophonist. <laughs> amazing. He's the,
3: one of the best dunkers of all time. <laughs> but the majority of the time, when the um, celebrities come and request their songs, they they tip you, though, right? They'll be like, "No, celebrities no, don't tip. No, They're entitled. No, they, celebrities yeah. don't
1: tip, and they and they are entitled. That's what I just said. I don't even it's know. Not, if they're- Not
3: all celebrities. That's yes, a, they are. Nah, I don't maybe maybe, maybe like. 75%
1: To be honest I don't even I hear a lot of bartenders And servers say Celebrities don't tip them either Which they're yeah. surprised about Because there's a certain Entitlement that comes with used to Certain everything celebrities given have to them. Right. Yeah they're, They think the Just whole like thing athletes. Should be comped
0: Athletes I heard Are the worst tippers
3: Ever? No, for sure. That's what yeah. I
1: mean by celebrities. You stay, yeah. I mean yeah. both so athletes, you in, in, actors, no, But you got to be specific. Rappers. Because okay. I oh, feel wait. like...
3: That was mean like, was like, so like yeah, actors. A lot no,
1: of no, Ball no, players.
0: Actors are different. Act, no, no, no. I'm going to break happening? this down. Yeah, what's happening? Oh, break there. down the
1: celebrities. Yeah, I'm going to break down this celebrity.
0: down. I'm going to break this down. The reason why athletes don't know how to tip is from high school to professional, to the professional to career, right? They're given everything for free. Day
2: shit from wait, wait. elementary school. From
0: <laughs> elementary, yeah, they're given free sneakers, free meals. They don't have to pay for shit. Yep, bro. Free free college education, dorms. Yeah. Everything is free.
4: Yeah. An
0: actor they has to, to work. They have to work at as a waitress or a waiter, really? a host. They they know how to carry shit. They know they're living off of tips because they're waiting for that big break. Or they're waiting for that one audition that's gonna change their life. Yeah. They that's also, the difference between they an also actor.
1: don't want the bad PR. Whereas athletes don't so much. No, you know what, care not and expect okay. everything I'm gonna say to be given um to them for free, but yeah, it's it. I I will take ce- any, any celebrities. I group them all together from singers, rappers, actors.
0: Yes, I don't. I think athletes. At least, you know, I who should tell me. Are different. I take animals. all
1: of their requests because everyone in the club is excited to see them in the club, and if their table goes off to this request, the whole club is gonna go. It's like a win-win situation for everybody if I cater to their request, mm. as long as I think it's a good request.
3: Maybe you you may be talking about more so the basketball because I feel like I think anything Jermaine Jermaine O'Neal used to tip me good when uh, back in when I was DJing that jet Boxers Tip me Jermaine O'Neal That's oh my god God, bro all I'll say is if (laughs) any athletes
1: are listening on the back channels we all talk and so we know know which athletes do tip well and which don't I'll tell you who was the worst
0: tipper in in New York history who who, he was notoriously known the worst tipper in New York history (laughs) Ewing Derek Jeter oh really the captain Derejita did not tip. Let me tell you how much money the captain made. He was the fucking worst. He's the nicest dude ever. Everyone will say he's the nicest, greatest dude ever. You got a basket. He was the worst fucking tipper. I put athletes in this different uh like category of denseness mm. because you know what I mean. Yeah. Because all they are told to do is just be a great athlete. You don't even have to. You don't have to be a nice person. You don't have to have manners. You don't have to do shit. Your whole life is focused on training. So they're like, yo, I trained. I won a championship. I I go to practice. I I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. That's how I see that. Actors, musicians, they can all be different.
1: Okay, now if that actor, athlete, singer, rapper sends a representative to the DJ booth, I'm much more comfortable telling that representative that tip is going to cost you. But if the actual... Mm -hmm celebrity athlete rapper singer whatever approaches the dj booth to talk to me directly i will take their request for the most part without asking for a tip so there i'm 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 getting into the (laughs) nitty-gritty of tipping and when to ask for it and when to not i'm not going to ask two chains that's going to be a hundred whatever two chains asks me to play direct i'll play that like if That
0: would be
3: amazing if you yeah. said to two chains that's gonna be That's
1: 100. gonna be a hundred dollars. He'd just be like, take off one of his rings. <laughs> it's a oh, that's 000. way more. Here's, yeah.
3: <laughs> here's a hundred requests.
1: No, but that yeah, it's there's certain people you can ask, certain people you can't, but and more often than not, people walk away. But there's also a, never at a special event or a corporate event would I ask for a tip. Oh no, that's different. The, uh, there's two whole different like spheres that i dj in and maybe a third if you want to count random weddings but there's the way i dj and behave and act and talk to people in a nightclub and there's a way that i dj and cater to and customize my playlist and everything to a special event or corporate event so there's like two big like very it's a large vast I, I, difference between the two I of. i can't
0: ever picture events. you being rude have you ever I'm been rude? Damn. Have you ever gotten angry? <laughs> Have you ever yelled? I can't even picture you getting angry.
1: I don't get angry. I get condescending. And I say, like, maybe not nice things. Like what? Like if someone Okay. Give me so an example.
3: I just pissed you off. I want to get a taste it, of, like, I, bit, bitchy shock. I DJed at
1: a bunch of different bars here in LA. Like, Bar Lubitsch, Dime, Winston's. And those are, like, very, like, cozy atmosphere. P- people can walk right up to the DJ and talk to you. You're very much on the same plane as everybody. And it's, like small rooms and everyone's talking to everybody so people feel very comfortable coming up to you and if they come up in a rude way and make a rude demand or request or something I'll tell them no I'm not playing that or if it's something like they ask for the obvious like Drake just dropped an album and they ask for Drake I lay into them like I'm like did you think I was gonna go the whole night without playing the top three bangers on is. the billboard tr- <laughs> There it is,
3: go ahead. <laughs> but that's me. not even that bad. I that's can't not really, that bad. I She's I building can't up really to condescend- it. I, keep going, keep going.
1: I, I don't wanna take it there right now.
3: <laughs> <I> <laughs> but it doesn't her, even I, sound I
0: condescending. I you it. just sound frustrated. So yeah. if, then I'd be like, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah,
1: that's the vibe. And if I'm yelling it really loudly over music, three centimeters from someone's face, you can see how that could come off as, but rude. you don't
3: look like the angry. I person. have
1: gotten bad Yelp reviews. Oh, shit. yo! Not the DJ Lady Shaw is on Yelp, but like places I've DJed at, the managers or whatever will call me the next day and be like, "Yo, they're like, what happened last they're night?" The girl they're like the...
0: the Puerto Rican DJ, was <laughs> really bad. <laughs> <hard. laughs>
3: The girl with the leather jacket. Yeah, they're just always like, The Puerto Rican girl was so rude. That DJ was
4: a
1: bitch.
3: She was a chola, you know?
1: (laughs) I get it all. So, I, yeah. I never get, that lovely Persian DJ, I don't get that. They're always like, that female DJ was, uh," and like they go off on Yelp reviews under people's bars or clubs. If they came up to me really rudely or asked for a terrible request or something that wasn't even remotely near any of the genres i'm playing for the night i'm gonna let them know and that was mostly back in the days when i was djing bars that don't pay very much and i was just kind of like you know at that point you just want to play what you want to play get in get out if it's like a club that's paying you thousands of dollars or a special event that's paying you thousands of dollars you're like Tell me more about your Drake request. Like yeah. talk to me. But <laughs> if it's like, hear? you know, yeah. What which album which genre? Which which gear? Like it's different when you're just like you're just there to do what you want to do and people come up to you.
0: How hard is it? Like, I feel like LA is one of the greatest places for like Hollywood corporate events, right? There's always like a premiere. There's every week something's dropping. Yes, a movie, There's a Netflix, a movie, there's a, Netflix, movie, there's a Netflix, Netflix series,
3: Hulu, Paramount. How like,
0: do Hulu. you how do you get your way? How do you like slither into How do you break into that? Yeah, how do you slither into that? Arena of corporate parties here I in LA? You like that. You got a, a good very, grasp on it, right?
1: it's a very it it's a very common question for DJs in LA that are DJing those events. First of all, we are in the epicenter of where awards shows happen, product Mm -hmm. launches happen, movie premieres happen, TV show premieres happen. So it's either here or New York, more often here in LA. Secondly, there's not any single one thing you can do. You have to literally just, your name has to be in people's mouths and comes up when these events are being discussed and they start looking for djs and it ends up being someone that heard you or heard you at another event or has heard of you or saw you at a club or Mm. it just it, it there is no answer to that i've thought about it right if i i would have told my younger self the answer to that 20 years ago if i knew turns out answer is time right like putting your time into the industry and the city you're in so that your name comes up in those rooms and in those conversations and i i don't know if any amount of networking or going out to the clubs would get you
3: now you know what crooked um i don't know if you remember but before i moved to vegas i was doing all the um movie premieres for new line cinema I remember you telling me about that. And it's like, and once
1: you get in, then your name is always and, mentioned.
3: And then I, when I first got in, I did the premiere for, um I don't know if you remember, remember the movie Boiler Room? Boiler Room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I knew the director, Ben Younger, and he, he had me do his premiere. And I was, the catering company that was doing it, the girl that was running it, she was like, oh, Yo, you're a fucking good DJ. We we doing all the catering for New La Cinema. Would you want to be the DJ? And I was like, yeah. And like for two years, I was doing all the movie premieres. What for was your Disney. rate, never? And then what happened? When I moved to Vegas, I was I was trying to do it, come going back and forth, back and forth, and then I got tired. And I was just like, eh. So who'd you give that contact to? Yeah, why'd you give it to Cricket? I don't know. It was just like I don't know. It was just <laughs> yeah, you know, why did you give it to me? <laughs> cricket sounds hurt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I forgot. So who'd yeah, you give it to? I was getting like fifteen hundred, and at all the time right. that was a lot of money. Back in that was like two nineteen ninety nine. From 99 to, like, 2003. Oh, wow. Nah,
0: I feel like you could have done, like, like, like three to five. I don't know. I
3: didn't have no management at the time. Yeah, yeah, don't know better. it was. Yeah. You know, no
0: because probably around 2003 I, and four, like, you know, the prices for corporate shit, like, like, Fashion Week was a big thing in New York. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was getting, like, two to three for a Fashion Week joint. Like, I think I was, like, tied in with La Perla for some reason.
4: Wow.
3: Like, how, how many times a year was you doing it? I, every fashion week. So like... Because with the New La Cinema, year, I twice, was doing... Twice a year. New last Cinema, I was doing like maybe four or five times a year. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, I feel like you could have got. I might, probably could have, definitely could have gotten more, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did the premiere for um Lord of the Rings. at the. um Come on, man. Lord the, of the Rings, that's a five, that's a five. <laughs> at the, at the, um, and it was Easy. at the, what museum, the big museum where they have the Met Gala? MoMA? Oh my God. Yeah, 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 I did it there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, now you fucked up. Isn't the Met Gala
1: <laughs> yeah. at the Met?
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Duh.
3: <laughs> the Met, yeah. The Met Gala, that's like 10K. At the Met. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you 10K. were doing it for 1500 I was, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. God damn. And that was a lot of money, too, at the, the time. The
1: point is he has the memories.
4: Yeah. Don't ruin my
3: memories. God. is <laughs> like, you could have done better. What's wrong with you? <laughs>
4: You can't go back I don't need the memories <laughs> I need the
3: money I need The, the tri- Well that was a good money back then so The
1: memories <laughs> don't pay the mortgage but exactly. you have the memories mm.
3: and that's what matters was like two, You two. went to one of the parties I did at home I remember you came you ate all the food and you bounced
4: <laughs> Sounds about right But
3: you Sounds did about right. You dropped me some records because I, I just came to to New York and you dropped me I forgot which records you went to Rock and Soul for me He was like Yeah, hey, never I got this for you yeah, yeah, Then you ate all the food hung out ate ate all right, I'm, I'm finish eating I'm he, gonna he was that like one. my OG <laughs>
0: yeah. so he would he would tell me to do all this shit like yeah I'm gonna put you on you know give me some records do this <laughs> you know, I need a mix make me a mix you know he like do all this shit I can't do though right yeah <laughs> he did he brought me to Vegas You you know, you looked out. Thank you. Uh, No, thank you. I appreciate it, Full
3: circle. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) But there was never anything that you could have done to get those gigs. And that's the the answer. Yeah, it's just There's nothing you could do. Your name just comes up and you get lucky. Maybe it's it's one part luck. luck, It's like luck timing everything. everything, It's timing, yeah. Putting in years and years and being there and being present and DJing and being good and people hearing of you and and recommending you for the like i one of my longest running clients is patek philippe i don't know how they found me i just got an email one god
3: Christ damn that what
1: shit. that that's what i'm saying i don't know i don't even remember
3: these how they <laughs> found me. i'm still
1: waiting for them to give me a patek philippe that hasn't happened but i get to dj for them and being be in the room with these like beautiful watches Um, yes. or like you know because we have the Emmys and the Golden Globes and all these award shows and then they have the creative Emmys and all these like side shoot award shows and stuff like eventually you get a call to DJ something for Netflix or DJ something for NBC or every year I get to do the SNL Emmy's party like mm-hmm. those great. are things it's just I happened to DJ a wedding and the event planner for that wedding was the one organizing the SNL parties and started using me for everything that he did cuz he liked how I performed at that wedding which is nowhere near the set I did for the SNL Emmy's parties they just like you just meet people that end up liking you you like them back you work well together you showed up on time you turn the music on and you turned it off at the right time and they want to use you again it doesn't always come down to talent it's like part luck part timing part being in the right place at the right time and
0: but i'm gonna ask you actually say something because i I remember i was talking with one i'm not gonna put him on blast but we had like a conversation we were talking about all the corporate events and we were saying like you know like women djs really have a leg up on corporate events because i feel like when you go to an event and it's elegant and it's classy there's something very distinguished and attractive to see a woman dj spinning
1: but so many versus years like a i would go to like i would i would <laughs> you know what i mean I know, I know exactly what you mean but yeah. there's plenty of djs wearing their black tuxes and their suits and like male djs djing yeah it depends event. on like, how you dressed also. as yeah. i was as like i like you know LA Fashion Week is not a big deal the way New York Fashion no, Week no. is mm, yeah. but like for instance
3: I didn't even know Auto Week that is existed. huge yeah, for us Yeah here. It's, in like, fe- it's in March or February Oh they uh, said Auto Week
1: Auto Week is huge for us here like it's where like Rolls-Royce will unveil their new car Audi will unveil their new electric car Lamborghini like Land Rover Range Rover all of them will be like unveiling new cars that week That's crazy. and these events was- are wild like i dj'd a rolls royce party where they took everybody's phone at the entrance even mine like i was like wait i'm just working they're like no they took everybody's phones at the beginning so what do you like, mean wild d- just <laughs> that you can't even take your phone into the party
0: like eyes wide shut shit or like they didn't want shit.
1: you taking photos of the new rolls royce before it's Posting like been it. revealed on i thought you meant like wild media, like,
4: like, like from oh nutty. no yeah. not eyes
1: wide some, shut no <laughs> some like freaky shit <laughs> No, it was like just them. like very nice hors d'oeuvres around a fancy pool at a really nice house. We're
3: wearing masks, yeah. covering in their eyes. And shit. No,
1: none of that. No, I just meant that they didn't want you to reveal any photos of a nice car, nice new car, like nice new two hundred thousand car before. Like sushi before on it's top
0: been. of a butt
3: naked. <laughs> yeah, like some I like, no. shit. No, these are the I of, wish these are the type of corporate parties <laughs> yeah. Shah's doing, right? Lady Shah's like I wish. I really like sushi, man. <laughs>
1: Love an open sushi bar, but no. So yeah, like LA Auto Week is huge. And so I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh,
4: you're I, oh, saying, yeah, oh yeah, I would
1: go to, I in like the, in the 2000s, I would go to a lot of these parties or be the plus one for somebody going to these parties and it would always be a male DJ in a very nice suit. DJing these parties. Right. I, but that was the
0: I, 2000s. I feel like the 2010s maybe was the emergence. now
1: you feel you see more females DJing these Yeah, but I get it. I no, yeah, I get
0: it. When I'm in the event and I see uh like, you know, a woman DJ spinning, for you. no, but they and like a it works le- for the like, event. like a really elegant gown. I've seen you at these corporate events, Shaw. You look good. You have you know, you accessorizing. The leather, the jacket, <laughs> yeah. You're looking the good. Makeup, yeah. The dress, yeah, yeah. Done everything. Face made up, <laughs>
4: yeah. <You know? laughs>
0: the like, heels. If I see you DJing at you know a Rolls Royce event, I'm like, that is makes an elegant that's ass a, DJ. Yeah. And when I see Neva, I'm like, All
3: right, that's I'll be cool. wearing <laughs> I'll be wearing what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> the same T-shirt I'll be wearing. Like yo. <laughs> Everyone be oh wearing God. suits and gowns. I'm mean like, yo.
1: But then, hey, crooked, you're uh, telling me you DJ for La Perla.
0: I mean, that was at a time when they would. I think they just liked the music I played, and you know, and maybe the the guy who was coordinating the events. Did you wear a suit? Wanted to smash me or something? I don't Did know, you wear
1: a suit time. to DJ those gigs? Did you get dolled up to DJ those gigs?
0: Nah, I you look probably, wear look like trash. probably
3: wearing what you wear. I look like, like trash. trash. Mm. Fresh, I trash? look like absolute trash. Fresh <laughs> cut and
4: everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I looked like trash, but but that was when the DJ booth was hidden, mm-hmm. and I was doing, like, an after party. I wasn't doing, like, okay. the event, you know, where, like, motherfuckers was, like, eating hors d'oeuvres and and shit, I was doing like, yo, fashion week's over. I
1: think every event planner thinks about the look of the event. And of they're course. looking at, they're thinking of like, where's the DJ booth gonna go? And what's what are the colors gonna be? And how is it gonna be presented? And who do we want behind the <laughs> DJ booth? And sometimes they just want like a Zen Freeman or a DJ Spider. And, and mm-hmm. there's so many male DJs still doing these special events and corporate events too. I wouldn't and want so Spider, I would, I would
0: hate to see my recap photos and see Spider DJing my event. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's crushing it at Sundance right now. As we there are 70. a lot of like, you know, he, Spider does not He does all the Netflix. I'd be like, who is this wacky ass? <laughs>
0: who is this wacky looking motherfucker? <laughs> DJing My Event. Who the fuck booked this motherfucker? he be hanging
3: with Bill Murray. <laughs> I'm so
1: glad I poked the bear of how much you and Spider love each other and in my no, I do. respect I like each it. other. I do
0: love him. I do love. Yeah. But that's why I talk shit about him. <laughs> If I didn't love him, I wouldn't say anything. But he's
1: one of the first guys that comes to mind, like doing a ton of these movie premieres, special events, awards shows. MOS and KISS. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all like, I, th- you know, there's still like as much as you feel like you see a lot of females at the corporate events, I feel like it's still equal. I see tons of guys and girls, and I'm very happy to see No, I don't. I don't think it's equal. Females.
0: I don't think it's equal. You think there's far.
1: more females?
0: Yeah, but I get it. I completely get it. Yeah, we're, we're talking about our inner circle of like, club djs who kind of cross over to corporate well, let events, me be really
1: you know? real so from the very beginning i was doing both mm-hmm. and i realized very quickly that private events special events and corporate events and weddings pay 10 times what a club or bar of does. course yeah no i'm sure you're getting more for djing clubs in la oh sorry in vegas or new york or miami than in la because la is a little bit notorious for because we have the shortest night we have the you know very small windows, windows where really. the club is open, we close it to. DJ rates in LA are lower than the other major cities. And so uh. corporate events are paying, I feel, 10 times as much. And so from the very beginning, I realized that and I always had one foot in each sphere. As I'm getting older and I'm walking into the clubs and I really wanna to talk to you guys about this because when you feel a larger and larger and larger age divide between you and twenty one, and sometimes a lot younger than twenty one, walking into the club with their fake IDs. Do you ever feel like I want to DJ something else now, or you think you're going to DJ clubs till you literally are like walking with your oxygen mask and like? <laughs> I, I'm curious how you guys think about this and how you how you feel a little bit about like decades going forward because I, think, I am more and more stepping into the special event and corporate world but keeping one foot it, like my once a month at bootsy and my once a month at poppy that is enough for me to get my high your fix my fix my high of the night whether i drink or not i just get so high from those nights and my adrenaline up and i'm good
2: i think it also it, it
0: depends on um how up to date you are with music yeah because I, th- I think if you're up to date and you're going out i think the hardest part for the dj though to stay relevant is not going out because if they're not going out they're not really seeing people they don't have a presence in the in the industry as much so i think that's the bigger problem of like yo yo you're not going out you're not hearing what motherfuckers are playing you're not knowing really who's the next up and coming dj mm-hmm. you know so
1: to stay so to stay relevant in the clubs you got to stay out in the streets
0: I think that's an element of it.
2: Yeah. You know, some people are grandfathered in and they don't need to. I think
0: there's an element of
2: it. But if you're doing your job, are you
1: still enjoying? I think you, you in particular, are crooked always is inviting me to oh let's go to dj moma's party let's go do this let's go do that like you're one night in la you're like i'm gonna pop over to this club and then this club and this Mm -hmm. like you like to stay out in the streets but before the podcast started i was telling neva i don't like to go out if i'm not getting paid anymore
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't like to go out i don't like to go out either to be honest with you but i go out because i'm curious and then what, what i've realized is that very rarely like back in the day maybe like five years ago or three years ago i would go out and i would hear djs and i'd be like oh man that was fucking dope or like i oh man i gotta get up on this i gotta get up on that now when i go out recently in the past two years i'm kind of like oh shit like i'm too hard on myself (laughs) (laughs)
3: like after after the pandemic right
0: a little bit after the pandemic i would go out and i'd be like oh shit like I'm good. Like I, I thought, I was really behind. But <laughs> You're like I could I'm go good. To sleep. I
3: could. I could sleep. Tonight. I could sleep. Well. I'm, I'm good. I could move yeah. out. And, yeah. yeah. And chill.
0: <laughs> but where it's like maybe four or five years ago, I would go out. I'd be like, oh shit. Like I gotta. I gotta, I gotta get get up. Get step, on step on my shit up. Shit. Yeah. Because and and the thing is like, um, I have to like I don't know because of the rooms that I'm in, I have to stay up on, like hip hop, Afro beats, EDM, house, reggaeton. dance, reggaeton. There's so many you genres. You have a lot
1: to keep up with. Yeah, I have like so many I check so in, many in with genres. EDM hits like once every few months. I'm like, what's hot, what I miss? Right. Hip-hop, I have to like be on all the playlists every week, like Spotify's, Rap Radar, and like all rap the- Rap caviar. Like, caviar. Rap Caviar. I'm always like, mm, what what's on the top 50 right now? Okay, I got it, I got it. Oh, what's hot on YouTube right now? I'm checking mm-hmm. everything. And then like, I'm still like walking into the club at like 11 p.m. And they're like- Do you have the new mixtape that dropped seven minutes ago and i'm like oh let me download it real quick because oh they want to hear hate, that when I they hate, walk in
4: i
0: fucking hate LA. that <laughs> that's like some la they shit.
1: want the new, yeah. new it just came new, out on soundcloud sure. what i'm talking but about oh, that's just one genre it I just know, came out tonight <laughs> i know walking into poppy and bootsy i only need to be oh really really up on that genre for that night
0: i can't even imagine like when you're doing like poppy boots or like a delilah and like some album dropped that friday you or something and the then the someone's just like yo like like, them. you don't have this? What do you mean
1: the I night, don't... You, like, I like, did, did a on a Fridays ago and the new Metro Boomin' album had dropped, like, five seconds before the club doors opened, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Of course I downloaded the whole thing illegally, immediately downloaded it, like, off some site. Was like, just gotta make sure I have this. Not even 30 minutes into the club, one of the tables ordered bottle service with the marquee that said, play Metro Boomin' mm-hmm. on their marquee. I was like... Loud and clear, guys. Ali so corny. Loud and clear. Like I saw <laughs> the marquee from Hollywood across the club.
0: Ali is, uh, is so corny. Across
1: the room to the table to my left. They were to my they were four feet away. They could have easily said, Yo, DJ, are you gonna play Metro Boomin tonight? And I would have been like
0: That's one hundred percent an athlete. That had it to wasn't. Have been, no. It wasn't. I, had to I, have know. Been I didn't know, an know who athlete. they were.
1: They were some young kids. They were four oh, feet worse. away. Yeah. They didn't need to spend that money on that marquee. They could have put the marquee. So mad at They could have put it. that money in your pocket. <laughs>
3: yeah. You know got <laughs> Something something, similar happened to me. something happened with an athlete. At <laughs> when Amazon, um, when Drake dropped on, um, honestly, never mind. I walk. I didn't download the album. So I walk into the venue, and the manager's like, "You got that new Drake, right?" I'm like, "I didn't download it yet." Oh my God! Are you, are you, he got mad. at I thought he was joking, but he was serious. I don't believe it. You don't, you don't. He just like walked away. He was like pissed off. And I'm just like, Dude, I'm gonna be honest. I could download it right now if it's that serious. Did man. he take your free meal and then and throw it in the garbage? <laughs> you don't <laughs> so, have it no, a free no, meal. No, so check it out. Never. So I downloaded it and I was playing it that night. And you know, it's like all house or like all mm-hmm. dance. He comes up to me. He was like, "Is this the Drake album? The the one that just came out?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is it. This is it." And he just like.
1: He wanted he was like to shocked. download he was like, it based off the name. He and thought it was going to be like all hip-hop, but he was like yeah. shocked.
3: It was like all dance music or, or alphabets. That sounds whatever. about right. And then you play and it and it. he. This is what he said. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I know. I didn't say <laughs> maybe, <enough>. he <laughs> missed, <laughs> maybe he missed on this one. I didn't say shit. I just like yo, all right. It's like, that doesn't make sense. You owe know, <laughs> <that doesn't make> me <laughs> money sense. now because I bought the album. <laughs> yeah, I paid $10 for the fucking yeah, album. I'd be doing that. I'd be buying music now. I have to buy it. Like if, if I'm showing up to the club and something drops, i always buy music now because it's like none of the none record of pools have any sony music so it's crazy i have to i have to go up it's on beat though yeah i mean I, we have to are <laughs> you streaming hits. shout out to beat <laughs> 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 <Kirk>, come on <laughs> I have i'll to, take this out but have, fuck, no no i have to use i have to start using beat you should use yeah. beat because it's everything's on there all sony it everything. is clutch it's yeah, very right. clutch i'm old school i want to i know i I'm the keep, same way man. i want to keep the MP3s. i want that shit yeah. i don't want just you
1: have that physical mp3 yeah. in your hand you want to be able to feel that mp3 <laughs> it's
3: like i want to be able to get it when i want it i don't want to like yeah. you want to go to your I, hard drive I, I, and I see i want to shake it like some dice and blowing it <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean i want whoa, the mp3s whoa, whoa, whoa. in my
0: fucking hands i want those wants, mp3s i want to see it
4: in my crates yeah
0: so recently we had like a 2022 recap episode and it was, it was the first time we actually, like, I actually reached out to DJs. I put a poll up so they could vote for their favorite.
1: I saw your polls.
0: Yeah. Our favorite, oh. you know, what is that? Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. I saw poll. your polls. <laughs> wait, wait,
3: wait. Fi- yeah, wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. I finally
0: felt the, the condescending tone. <laughs> I felt that. Did you you heard no, that right? You heard it in a way. You heard that kind
4: you of thing.
3: Oh shit! She said, "I saw your polls." Yeah. <laughs> what post?
1: I'm mad Shut right up. now because I feel like I should have listened. You should have told me to listen to that 2020 no, 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 recap no. before coming in here today. And I haven't listened no, to no, it no. yet. But I remember I watch all your stories because I stalk you. So <laughs> I meant it in the kindest way. I no. saw you put up those polls.
0: Oh, I, th- I thought I did something wrong. No.
1: <laughs>
3: huh. She sounded wrong. I did
1: say, <laughs> like, like I, not, saw uh-huh. uh-huh. I saw
3: your polls. <laughs> I saw your post. I saw the post. I saw the post. Your little post. Yes.
0: Oh. <laughs> No so we we had the polls right mm-hmm. so like you know top editors of 2022 you know top mixes <laughs> of 2022 and then we, we there was a vote for you know your favorite top 5 DJs of 2022 and you know we didn't we didn't we didn't you know control any of the nominees or yeah, the winners at all DJs were voting for it and you know we did D, what are you laughing about?
3: Yeah, that's cause she said it weird. <laughs> and he's dying. <laughs> it was the way she said. It. <laughs> You heard
2: that shit. It was spicy, right? No, he
3: heard it a different way. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm not trying to go there.
2: I'm not trying to go there. I just had to get out my sister. <laughs>
1: he was like, whoa. I'm not
2: trying like, to go there.
1: Like, no one said pause. That Did you say pause? Because we needed to pause when I said shit. I saw your bowl.
0: We're trying to grow. <laughs> 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 whoa.
4: whoa.
1: Oh, at least we have the memory. Oh.
0: All right, I'm back. So uh you know we had these (laughs) you know we had the we made these clips for social media right yeah and we were actually i was um we were getting uh we got a heavy a lot of feedback from all kinds of people i don't know even if if these people were djs but we got a lot of feedback they're like how come there's no women djs on there you know i thought the same yeah
1: but but i agreed with I can't remember who the five were.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Miles was on there.
0: Right. Yeah. Four color Zach, Jay Espinoza. Jay
1: Espinoza was, was on there. Puffy like
0: uh Moma, right. These are favorite
1: yeah. DJs of mine. Yeah. So I had no issue with it and then I did think to myself, Wow, there's no females up there.
0: Mm. So you did feel we that we
1: can't way. all go especially in a in the two years following a pandemic, we that was a tough question to me because i don't go out that much anymore so Mm -hmm. i haven't had a chance to hear all these djs play lately right that much unless they come through la and i happen to be i just haven't gone out that much this last year like 2020 never went out yeah we were all shut down 2021 i went to my own gigs but didn't go to other gigs Mm -hmm. 2022 (laughs) i went to some parties but not a lot and then sometimes i'll tune in and hear whatever people are doing on twitch but so i didn't have a chance to hear any of these dj sets live unless i saw them clips of them on YouTube or on Instagram later. So I also, the places where a lot of females DJ, all, all of our clubs are difficult to get into, unless you're like in that city and you know the door people or you know there's a certain list or line to get into to get into these clubs. It's not easy to just show up to these clubs, walk in and hear your all the DJs like mm-hmm. play. So I understand how it might have been difficult for people to vote or nominate females if they haven't had a chance to hear us play live and if they haven't like been stalking our youtube channels to like i don't know i don't upload whatever i'm djing at poppy or bootsy to youtube like um, your only way to hear me dj those clubs is to be at those clubs and you have to be in la the one night of the month i'm f- headlining that club it's like a lot you know
4: mm-hmm.
1: i understand but i was bummed
0: you were was no bummed f-
1: yeah i was slightly bummed okay
0: no, no, I actually, I wanted to have an open discussion with you on how, you know, the the, the conversation. But I, even
1: the women that I would nominate, sorry to interrupt. Like, yeah. I haven't gotten a chance to go hear Bella or Angie or any of the, like, my favorite female <laughs> DJs play in a long time either. So I get it. I get why people can't, like, I feel like Puffy, Jay Espinoza, Miles, uh, Four Colors Act, who's the fifth one Mo- on Mo- the list? MoMA. MoMA. Mo-ma. They all have great online clips of them DJing, like a lot of footage always circulating on my stories and on my timeline of them DJing, like actually DJing. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that the people that made it on top of your polls.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs>
1: Pause. Or, you know, people who have really good online presence and videos. That is mm.
3: true.
0: Well, I was actually I wanted to have an open discussion because like I had another conversation and someone was like you never interview women at all. Like you're like your whole podcast is very mm. like uh Outdriven. it's yeah, there's a lot of like mm. it's like a boys club. You guys have like created almost a boys club with the podcast, you know. And I honestly said it's because I think women are boring. Mm. No, I'm just joking.
3: No. <laughs> Yo, I, that was something really serious. I was about to say, crooked.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's just I, I think it's who we're accessible, or who we're around, who I bump into. And I, I was like, you know, I have to make more of an effort to reach out to women DJs. But I guess, you know, when I think about it, I'm not in the vicinity of a lot of women
3: DJs. Especially, Sometimes especially in Vegas. Especially in Vegas, we got. Oh, them. There's, there's some. There's I mean, CLA, there's some, yeah. but I mean, we there's have C L A Tina T. We've there's had. Not a movie, there's not a like crazy variety, like. But like yeah, you know, if I go a, if you
0: know. I go to Austin, right? Yeah. You know, if I go to Miami or like if I go to different cities, it is semi male dominated in yeah. the oh, rooms yeah, that I'm in. 80%. 80%. That I happen to kind of be in, you know. Whereas, like, if I see like a dope woman DJ, I'm like, yo, I got to get you. But then that just look. That's not an excuse. That is, that's yeah, basically. That's your reality. That's, that's my reality. That, that's your experience. But I realize I have to start going to other rooms and hearing other DJs and like getting out of my comfort zone or maybe, you know, venturing and out.
1: For the sake of the podcast, because it's yeah. not your job as DJ Crooked to do that. But you're saying no. as, as the sake of running a, a DJ podcast, yes. a DJ driven podcast, you need to make more of an effort to see the females playing in the cities you're
0: at right i was told to call uh women djs women djs and that i heard like female, female oh, is I like no condescending idea, yeah
1: I, I i haven't heard that See, i don't even know women because <laughs> they're DJs. like we don't
0: want to we're not female djs we're just djs like
1: they look yeah but for the sake of yeah i know delineating between male and female we can use those terms but to, no we they, they
0: said no they don't want like they don't, they don't, don't want to hear female female because I, get, I think in hip hop, female can sound condescending, like "Yo, you acting like a female." Right, yeah. I right, right. can
1: I can see the history of that <laughs> word, but also none of the you know women or female DJs. A lot of us get annoyed when we're asked to be on all female dj all women dj lineups because we're like wait why does it have to be a separate night or a night of its own to have Mm -hmm. all females on and so we do want to be uh, like we all hate the term of you're the best female or girl or woman dj i've ever heard we want to just be the best dj like we want to just be a great dj that you listen to and heard like so we don't like when the term female is used to separate us from all other djs yeah but we do in reality and like in practice we are female.
4: Right. No, I get it. <laughs> so
1: it's okay to use that term to delineate between us but like the the at the end of the day we are all DJs and yeah. so we d- we want to be just called a DJ.
0: And that was actually one of my arguments or one of my reasoning. Uh, I think someone was like why don't you have two categories for next year's recap where they could vote the top 10 women DJs and top 10 men djs no it and just i sounds told them to be
1: like us women need to do a better job of putting put, like uploading our clips and video clips of us djing online so we can compete on par with mm-hmm. the top five you currently have because it's just to me those top five are there because they're the best with their online visibility of their dj sets
2: mm. Yeah, Whereas so for you me, you really have to category. come to a club. Right. Imagine the door that would open. Like Next, it would be like, what? Well, like we need a separate category for Asians. <laughs> <laughs> we need a you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I mean, well, It's like, <laughs> pardon but it's true. We don't you know want I mean? our it's own like, category. We want to be part of, don't separate
1: well, I, I, the I, categories. No, that's not, the answer. Well,
0: my, my, my argument for not separating the categories is because there's not one woman DJ that I know that's like, hey, you know, we don't want to be part of the men DJs. Every woman DJ that I know is like, no, we're all DJs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're all in one category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no separation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, it's
1: because like, it's not a physical sport where yes. like you male- males have certain physical advantage or women have certain physical advantage over that sport or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not a physical sport. It's, right. it's, it's a mind game. <laughs> it's, For sure. It's, <laughs> a, it's a craft and game of the mind, memory, and like... Nimble fingers.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I agree 100. percent But so. I, I wanted an open conversation with you, uh, if you had any suggestions or anything that we can improve on to open. You know what I mean? Like not to, to just not get stuck in the, in the, in the pattern that we. I had always for the last text you
1: when I hear of somebody doing dope stuff that I want you to interview selfishly because I want to hear from them and I want you to ask all the questions that I can't just call them up and ask. Yeah, I. I always tell you like message you please interview this person or please interview that person. And sometimes it's a guy and sometimes it's a girl. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to hear everybody's story, but I think when you're noticing a pattern of all your guests are male or the majority are male, then that's you're, you're doing the step you need to do, which is to make more of an effort to be inclusive of other DJs and other genres, Yeah, yeah. other female DJs and genders and, genres and countries and...
0: Yeah, I think there's... Next
1: a- you're gonna get, you know, you never DJ, you never interview DJs from Zimbabwe. And now yeah, you have yeah. to go seek seek that out.
3: <laughs> I would <laughs> love, so love to Zimbabwe, though.
1: <laughs> me too. I want to hear about yeah. the D, what the DJs are playing in Zimbabwe.
4: For
3: sure.
1: What's interesting to me is, this is a sidetrack, but the reason I want to hear from DJs in other countries is because French DJs love hip hop and they come and sometimes they'll do like a trade with Poppy or Bootsy promoters. Well, they'll open for me or they'll do a guest set in the night. And I'll be asking them, oh, like what's hot right now in French hip hop? I wanna know all about this and that. And they're like, oh, in France, we don't play French hip hop. And I'm like, but when I go to DJ a party in Paris, I try to play French hip hop and the room goes crazy. And the answer has always been because you're not from France. It's considered like, hood in france Mm. to play french hip-hop and all they want to play is american hip-hop and that's so interesting to me because i would think that they that french hip-hop would be huge in france but french hip-hop is bigger apparently outside of france so
0: were were they like uh no we do not play (laughs) french music (laughs) in france were they like no
1: no (laughs) they were very nice explaining it to me and i was like oh okay like i wanted to know like Oh, what, what what are the new bangers? And they're like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter in our world because mm-hmm. we are playing American hip hop.
0: It's funny, I was just- but That's I,
1: why I would want to hear more from DJs in other countries.
0: I just came from Mexico City and I spoke to a couple of DJs and they fucking hate reggaeton. They think reggaeton is destroying nightlife wow. in Mexico City. How what, have I not said what that? What do they
1: want to play? <laughs> huh? American hip hop? They want to play American hip hop? No,
0: I mean, I think, I think what they're attaching to reggaeton is the um, what they find as the disrespect of like entitlement for like patrons to come in and demand bad money Mm. and have like and to, to go to a DJ no matter even if it's an EDM night or whatever if it's a dance night or whatever theme night it could be that reggaeton is this kind of toxic disease in nightlife that that has made their patrons think it's okay to go to the DJ and demand an artist or a reggaeton artist. Uh, and they find that, that that's destroying the nightlife out there. But I thought it was extremely interesting. And I, I kind of, I, I wanna understood. Hear
1: that. I want to hear that on the podcast. Yeah, I know.
0: I don't know. So I, no it much. was a conversation I had, but yeah. you know. For sure. We got to go to Mexico City now. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told y'all like we have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Road
1: pa- Road podcast needs to hit the road for real like um, yeah, I know. I think we've talked about this before none of you guys were stoked on my idea that you live in an RV and literally hit the road yeah,
0: not no one a one single person RV, here was like
3: that's a great idea. I don't know about that one for how long yeah he's not gonna laugh little season you know like a
1: little, little, season, know, you know, like a little tour the road podcast tour in an RV that's not
3: a bad idea we'll do so it if you it come with us we'll yeah <laughs> with us. we gotta great. cook and take care bring the baby bring the baby along it has to be a dope RV too if you're gonna do it
1: like a glamping situation a glamping RV and you take it across and then like yeah but i also want to hear from djs in for other sure. countries so for sure anyways that's when you get like the baller sponsors and you fly all over the world interviewing people but for now yes yeah let's talk to potentially Philippe for us yeah i will but <laughs> cool. also <Get> you. <laughs> <them all. laughs> i'm still working on getting my first watch okay so i don't know how many more gigs That'd be amazing. Take, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and and then I'll never leave the house. I'll just sit at home with my watch, like, just we're like going that. nowhere.
3: <laughs> I got all the time in the world. I got nowhere here. to go.
1: But no, here. I, I always want to hear about, like, I think I'm very, I feel a little bit alone as a female club DJ here in LA. And I always want to hear about my fellow female DJ experiences. I want to hear about Bella's Bella Fiasco's club experiences and Angie V's and CLA. And um, even DJ Charisma, who's a major radio female DJ, Mm -hmm. and then like I have my homegirls that I talk to, like DJ Ivy and Michelle Page and Daisy Odell, and like there's lots of female DJs doing a lot of special events. Yeah, like Dazzler, like even women that come through this office. Mm -hmm. Like there's a ton of female DJs that are doing special events, but in the little, you know, hip hop. Bottle service bottle pop and Friday Saturday night Jiggy club crowd. I sometimes feel alone in my female DJ experience. It feels very lonely to me because it's all guys I I do feel like it's a lot of guys so and we're not always like meeting up outside of the club to sh- you know talk and catch up and like it really took something major happening like Wiz Khalifa acting up in the club during Mikeys set for all of us DJs to be like. Furiously texting each other and group chatting and like catching up and calling each other and being like, "How's your mental? It's, it's all right. I'm hanging in there. How's your mental? Like, it's did, hard to catch." Did that catch bring up. you guys
0: together? A it brought bit?
1: all of us closer. I think really? a lot of us were talking about it. And y'all should
0: thank Wiz for that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. yeah. Make sure to send him a thank you card.
0: That's crazy. But
1: the the yeah, I mean, we we're, we're all such big texts texters yeah. that it was yeah. like picking up the phone to talk about this instant, this situation was like it warranted that it warranted a phone call and mikey's good about that he i texted him are you okay and he's like i'm gonna have to call you yeah and so like a week later we had the phone call so we could like really go over like that could have happened to any of us why did it happen and then i went i told him about times where i had dj for artists and they had done things like just disappointing things during their set that kind of like could have made me look bad or made them look bad or just was didn't need to happen. And so we, we, we related on that level because we've been let down before Mm -hmm, by artists popping into the club after their concert or whatever, and not taking the club performance as seriously as their concert performance, but expecting the same outcome and being disappointed when they didn't prepare and bring the right, people with them to set them up for success the same way they would have for a concert but expecting a perfect performance out of a crazy packed club with no stage
3: Mm -hmm. well that's
0: good some good came out of it you guys like to come together for that yeah Yeah. that's the thing
1: about the dj community we do at the end of the day have each other's backs i feel like when things happen we all call each other and touch base with each other like even if we don't know the person, we reach out through other like channels to make sure that person's okay. Mm -hmm. So I do think that we are a community, males and females, and across all these different cities, we still have this common craft that we do that brings us together.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. It's still fire poo to this day, 2023. Keep it fire poo. (laughs) Keep it 100% fire poo. so glad to have on you that on the kumbaya podcast. note yeah <laughs> i'm so glad you came to you know i'm glad to have you on the podcast Thank again you.
1: let's go clubbing
0: let's go clubbing. let's go
1: clubbing let's go hear all the let's like get, get when you're in la get me out of the house yeah
0: i'm gonna drag you out
1: drag me out yeah and you know like it beyond be on the music retreat i was about to go to sleep yeah And you were like we're going, where was it? Flagstaff, Phoenix? Where were we going?
2: We, yeah, we were it? in Scottsdale. Scottsdale. We're, Scottsdale.
1: You were like, we're in Scottsdale. We're we in went to sprint. what? Toca
0: Madera, right? And For dinner. Uh, El Jefe. Cutswell El Jefe. took
1: such good care of us that night.
0: It was beyond, he I went above and beyond. And yeah. I
1: was like, yeah, I, I was like in sweats and sneakers jumping on top of the uh, <laughs> like. You was
4: ready, drink, was ready to drink, though. You was ready to drink.
1: Taking shot You were. Pa- <laughs> you looked like the second we got out, you were like, ready to go home. And then you were like oh no like what have i done because me and bella were just like ah! we'll turn <laughs> up good. like you get us there and then we turn up
0: all right well let's do it again
1: yeah let's do it again that sure. was so much fun and i'm and let's go hear more female djs play we will do we, we will change the 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 tide of the polls next year in 2023 we're <laughs> gonna yeah. do, i'm a, yeah. that's
0: my goal this year okay, okay. all, all right. right dj lady Shaw. Yeah. yes, yes.
1: Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.